Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti. Good to be with you today. Matt Royce at the uh, Master Control Panel has his, his normal assignment, making sure the tempo of the program is moving along correctly, taking your calls. Um, before I get into it, it's, uh, it's first time caller Friday. And uh, we, of course, anyone's, you know, the calls are open to anyone today. It's not just. Just first time caller Friday. However, uh, we like to do this because it seems like we, we, we help you. If you've been listening to the program for a long time, you hear people say this all the time, long time listener, first time caller. Um, this is your day. This is the day for you to call anything you want to talk about, anything you want to say, no pushback, no, uh, no, no contrary talk from the host. I just want to welcome you to the program, welcome you to the family of callers. You call in 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Matt answers your call. You tell Matt you're a first-time caller. Tell him what you like to talk about. He puts that on my giant computer call screen. And then I, your host, will give you concierge radio treatment and, uh, and usher you right into the program. And you can talk as little or as much as you'd like. We try to limit everybody to about two minutes. But uh, we give more more grace to first time callers, so that's the uh, that's what's happening, and uh, that's the day today. First time caller Friday. We've got a lot to talk about. Bad, bad day for Joe Biden yesterday. Bad day, uh, crippling, nearly a crippling day. Not that he needs much help, but it's. Um... <laughs> Gosh. I can't believe he said that. How divisive. How, how unkind. Well, it, you know, it's just honest. The poor man is just not, uh, you know, and, and I'm not the one saying this. There's other people saying the same thing. The poor guy's just not up for the challenge is the problem. But we still, we still love him. Jesus died for him, too. We still pray for him. My son and I pray for him every night. Hard sometimes, but we do. The scripture tells us that we should pray for those in authority over us. Doesn't say pray for good people over us or smart people over us or capable, competent people. It just says pray for those in authority over you. 
And so that's that's what we uh, we feel like we should do, and and we do. Uh, let's see. It's it's nine eleven, and it's so that means it's time for a nine eleven prayer. As we nine one one, not being nine eleven when the towers came down and, and the Pentagon was attacked, a lot of people were killed. But nine one one being, you know, a, a call for help, and uh, if we ever we need it, we need it now. Still, folks sick and and whatnot. So let's uh, let's focus our thoughts for just a moment, shall we? <clears throat> Heavenly Father, uh, gracious God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thank you for today. Thank you for your mercies, your grace. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for protecting us, protecting our families. Thank you for giving us jobs. Thank you for giving us roofs, roofs over our head, food to eat. Um, we, we, do, we do live like kings and queens here in this country, and we're grateful for the, the blessing. And uh, we do want to pray uh, today specifically for our first responders. It's going to be a tough weekend and cold uh, for firefighters and police and EMTs. We so we pray for protection for them. We pray for those that are ill. Uh, we want to pray for healing. We want to pray for wise, good treatment from doctors. We want to pray for those that are grieving the loss of loved ones. A friend uh, this morning lost uh, lost someone in their family. So we we pray, Lord, that you be the God of comfort. We pray for all those working in healthcare, nurses, doctors, all the folks in hospitals and offices and quick clinics, and we pray for them. And yeah, we do pray for our leaders. We've got a, a very divisive time, and and we need unity. We need people who would drop political bias for the benefit of what's best for the people. And so uh, we want to pray for all of our leaders: our president, our governor, everyone, our our mayors, first selectmen's, um, officials. And we just pray that you'd give them wisdom to lead us properly. And we give you thanks and praise in the strong and matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Can I get amen out there? <clears throat> All right. Here they come. Here come the amen. Here come the amen. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are too good. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. Where do, we, where do we begin? Where do you want to start with? Well, let's start with... Um, what I think is the biggest defeat for Joe Biden, and that is the um, the voting expansion fraud bill, or the voting fraud expansion bill, maybe better said. Um, not going to happen. Not going to happen because they're not going to change the rules for the filibuster. And I don't know Joe Manchin. I've never really, I've never met Joe Manchin. I don't know Kristen Cinema. I have never met Kristen Kristen Cinema, but I will say I, I thank God for both of them. I know we don't agree. I know they're Democrats, but they took a strong stand on not allowing this rule to change, the filibuster rule, to go from sixty to fifty-one. You know, Joe, Joe Biden made a speech, I think, last week. I don't know if any of you heard this. And uh, talking about majority rule. Oh, if it's the majority should be in charge and it should be the majority of the Senate. That's exactly why the Founding Fathers established the government the way they did. Separate branches. We didn't want mob rule. That's why we don't have a pure democracy. It's not. It's electoral college. That's how it's devised and set up. So that everybody had a say. Not just the population centers and the people in in uh, in Indiana, Montana, uh, Illinois at the time didn't have a lot of population. You know, sit down and shut up. We'll decide from here. 
That's why they set it up that way. So we didn't have mob rule. We don't have a pure democracy in this country. People are so foolish they don't even understand how the government is structured, how the country is structured. Democracy is one person, one vote. Everybody gets, so you, you add them all up and whoever gets 51 wins, 51%. Well, that's exactly what they wanted want to avoid. That's why we have a division of government. That's why we have multiple branches. That's why we have the Electoral College, to ensure that everyone has a voice. Everyone can say what they feel is important, and they do it through their elected officials and the electors. So Biden's talking about this majority rule thing. I'm going, he doesn't understand our government to begin with, or maybe he didn't, he forgot. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, listen, I have nothing against Joe Biden personally, but I'm just telling you, the guy's not capable of handling the job. You can say what you want about Trump, but Trump's a a sharp guy. He doesn't know how to control himself sometimes, and he doesn't, I mean, again, he's a street fighter kind of a guy. I don't, it's not my style. I don't like calling people names and making fun of people. But, again, cast that aside and just look at what he did. Look at the policies. Look at the the health of the country in just three years, three and a half years under Trump. He made some mistakes. Of course he did. But we had a booming, booming economy. Unbelievable low unemployment. Everybody was working. Everybody wanted to work. The military was being rebuilt. We were oil energy independent. We were for the first, we were exporting oil to other countries. The America First policy was working. <clears throat> and then we get we get Biden in here led by who knows who. I don't know who's pulling the strings around there. AOC, who knows? Pelosi. <clears throat> That's why this decision this speech that, that, that Kirsten Cinema made yesterday. I had to clear my throat for a moment, not COVID. Um, <laughs> uh, was so powerful. I mean, she, she literally, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin, at least for now, I believe saved the Republic. It's that, it's that important. I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm trying to be accurate. And they're smart also because they know eventually the Republicans are going to be in charge again. And it might be sooner than later. So, so you know, they're, they're, not, they're not purely doing this to, to protect the Republic. I, I think the majority, I think they are acting on principle. Certainly Joe Manchin because he's, he's been against ending the filibuster every time it's come up. As I believe Kirsten Sinema has as well, Arizona. But they know at some point Republicans are being in charge. You know, if the Republicans only need 51 votes, uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. So um, uh, the president, this is a quote from the president. I'm reading this story from AP. Uh, honest to God answer is, I don't know whether we can get this done, Biden said. He told reporters, his voice rising, as long as I'm in the White House and as long as I'm engaged at all, I'm going to be fighting. Good, I'm glad, but nothing to fight about because it's over, you know. And unless unless there's some way they can blackmail, <laughs> blackmail Mansion, blackmail, um, you know, blackmail Kirsten Cinema. I mean, how else are they gonna? 
it, it, it really, I, honestly, I think it's that big of a deal. I think Cinema and Mansion have at least temporarily saved the republic as we know it and, and, and avoided us from having mob rule. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Interested in your thoughts? Republican, Democrat, Independent, Green Party, whatever you are, do you agree or disagree that Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin at least temporarily saved the republic? 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. This is First Time Caller Friday. Let's take a call from Bridgeport. And uh, Larry, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Good morning. It's nice to have you back. Thank you. It's nice Good to, to be hear back. Your voice, Thank and you. Uh, I enjoy listening to you. You do a nice job. Very nice job. Um, WTIC is smart to have you back. Well, um, I always tell people, you know, you should thank God for WTIC. You don't get many places with this kind of lineup: local programming and and conservative and/or libertarian viewpoints for for the vast majority of the day. You don't get that anywhere else. Only here in WTIC. I think it's the best full day show. In New England, period. I agree. I mean, you're, I agree. you're not going to get a better show than this. Um, thank you. Um, I just wanted to make a quick comment. You know, it's really a shame. Uh, I put nothing past the Democrats when I hear people like Dick Durbin, who is not telling the truth, okay, when it comes to this voting rights issue. Now, will they do something to uh, Senator Manchin or Cinema? I hope they don't. But it wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if something did happen where they force them uh, or they force them to vote the way of the mob in terms of the Democrats. Yeah. Um, in terms of the voting rights issue, look, what this comes down to is when I go to a voting booth, whether it's every two years for my local, whether it's every four years for the presidential, uh, senatorial, um, I have to show a picture ID. So whether it's my license, whatever that picture ID is, okay, um, if I go to the post office and I mail out an important document, sometimes I have to show the picture ID. If I get on a plane, I have to show the picture ID. This is what the Republicans, and I'm not a Republican. I'm actually a registered Democrat. Really? This is oh, okay. what, yes, I am. I am a registered Democrat. But uh, when I've seen what's gone on in the last year or so, um, my leanings go more to the right than to the left, okay? So you're more like because a Kennedy that, Democrat. That's correct. Well, yeah. yeah, I would say that's correct, 100%. Yeah. Um, my comment is I'm very disappointed in the Democrats and the way things have gone in the last year, year and a half. And, you know, you got to understand, the Republicans want a picture ID. I don't understand what the problem is with the Democrats, why that is obstructing voting rights. And the media is in bed and in collusion with this Democratic thought, um, telling people that the Republicans are racist and the Republicans don't want people to vote. No, they don't want people to vote two and three and four right. times. Right. And they don't want people who are here on, you know, who are here illegally, yeah. okay, voting, okay, which may have happened in the last election, okay. The bottom line is, the media, ABC, NBC, you know, whoever it may be, they're out there promoting this belief in that the Republicans don't want people to vote. I think that is ridiculous. I think the Republicans want people to vote. I think the Democrats want people do. to vote. It's just that why don't we make sure people show a picture ID so we know who they are? Why is that a crime 
when I speak to people like Joe Manchin, not Joe Manchin, but when I talk to Dick Durbin or other leadership like Schumer or mm-hmm. even the president, the president is misleading people. Of course he is. Just show a picture ID. We have to do it when we get on a plane. You have I have to do, to do it for any any number of things, right? If you have to, if you're going to buy a gun, you got. I mean, anything you're going to right. do. You know, I I can't buy I can't buy certain medicines over the counter medicines without the light going it. off at the register, and I have to prove how old I am. So uh, if I'm at CVS or at Walgreens, I have to show my picture ID. But right. see, the media is in collusion. They want they are to think they are. But can that, I share some good news, Larry? Sure. While sure. many people, not, and I, I, you're not one, I don't think, and I'm not one, while many think the best days of the United States are behind us, I disagree. I think our best days ahead of us. And here's what's going to happen. There's a new media forming, and the new media is going to crowd out the old, biased, uh, you know, Democrat, liberal, water-carrying media. And right. it's happening already. It's going to continue to grow. And the new media is going to take over, and it's going to be freedom of the press, but in a true sense, in a real sense, in a in a fair sense. So I, I just think it's a matter of time, but the pendulum swings, and it's swinging back the other way because people are finally understanding, and they're fed up with what's going on in the country. They want to get things back to how some, some sense of normal. And I right. think and after- they overreached with this COVID thing. I, oh, I agree. The, the COVID thing, I agree. I think the media hypes it up. Yes, it's something where I believe you have to wear a mask. I believe, you know, you should get your vaccine. That's my own personal opinion. Practice social distancing. Watch your sure, hands. Sure, the whole sure. Bit. Yes, I believe yeah. in that. I have people in my family who are in the healthcare field. Yeah. So I understand. Yes, I. I believe in the virus. But the media wants you to think it's apocalyptic. And that really preys on people, especially elderly people, uh, it, it really puts them in a bad spot, and they're irresponsible in the media. They really are. I mean, God forbid, Larry, there was a doctor from Hartford HealthCare came out the uh, day before yesterday and said that he believed we were going to peak cases this weekend and had some reasoning for it. He's a doctor. I mean, he knows what he's talking about, right? Holy pushback. You want to think he, 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 he said that we were going to stop using chemotherapy. I mean, the pushback, oh, that's not so. It's going to be weeks before we see a decline because they want to keep this thing rolling for whatever reason. They want to yeah. keep it rolling and, and because once it's over, that's it. It's done. It's all, so, it's all, a lot of it's about control. A yes, lot of this is about control. Yes, you understand. You know? Well, listen, Larry, thank you for your call. Appreciate your kind words. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor. All right. right, We're going to take a quick break. A couple commercials. We'll come back. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Do you agree with the host that Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin have at least temporarily saved the the Republic by not wanting to change the filibuster rule? Uh, And it's also First Time Caller Friday. We'd love to talk with you today. Phone lines are open, waiting for you. Matt's ready to go. Give us a call. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Morning. Welcome back. 938. Will Marotti here. Will Marotti Show. Matt Soroy at the control panel. Open phone lines 800 966 9842 Now, what, what you're going to hear, here, here's my prediction. You're going to hear more about the Supreme Court and its ruling about vaccine mandates than you're going to hear about the speech and the decision that Kirsten Sinema made and Joe Manchin had already made to stop 
changing the rule of the filibuster, okay? But the filibuster rule is far more important than the vaccine mandate, far more important. And I'll tell you why. Let me just read a little bit here. This is from the um, majority opinion. Uh, the majority that voted on this, uh, Judge Roberts, Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett, um, <clears throat> pretty split down uh, philosophical lines, conservative and liberal. Administrative agencies are creatures of statute and possess only the authority that the Congress has provided them, the majority opinion states. The Secretary has ordered 84 million Americans to either obtain COVID vaccine or undergo weekly testing at their own expense. There is a every day, this, there, this is no everyday exercise of federal power. Instead, it's a significant encroachment into the lives and health of the uh, employees. Now, this is obviously the, uh, the Supreme Court decision. Although COVID-19 is a risk in many workplaces, it's not an occupational hazard. The reason that's important is because Biden was using OSHA, the Occupational Safety Association, to be able to uh, enforce this as, as, as an agency. So COVID-19 can and does spread in homes, schools, sporting events, everywhere else people gather. So that's why they said that just not this isn't this isn't falling to the line of a government agency that is in control of the workplace and safety gets to put mandates on everything. Now they didn't take the mandates off the um, agencies that are funded by the government, government funded agencies like healthcare facilities. But I'm gonna tell you that, that's a big decision, and and it's big. Um, Employers will now have to make a decision. Citibank, for instance, has already said, even though the Supreme Court said we don't have to, we're requiring vaccines for all employees. Citibank has always been extremely liberal, maybe one of the most liberal of all the financial institutions. So uh, the the employers can still do what they want to do, and many of them will continue the vaccine mandates, but they don't have to. There's no government requirement to do so. Which, which I think is wonderful. But the, but the absolute news of the day is the shutting down of, of, of changing Senate rules. Because, I mean, it is hard. It is hard to unwind legislation once it goes into law. Very hard. That's why you still have Obamacare still on the books. I mean, weakened. Not not what it was initially, but it's very hard to get stuff off the books once it's been codified and made into law. And with changing the filibuster rule to where you only need 51 rather than 60 votes, that's a path we did not want to head down. We do not want to head down because who knows what could be changed. I mean, this 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 voting, uh, you know, they call it voting rights. It's a complete misnomer because people have voting rights they have plenty of voting rights they can vote early they can vote absentee they can vote by mail they but but this at least slows down that that opportunity for the expansion of fraud which is all the voting rights bill is about an opportunity for expansion in order they want illegals to vote that's why there's no control to border that's why millions of people are sneaking in why because as soon as they can they're going to let those people vote and the democrats believe they're going to vote democrat Probably right. Probably right. So in my opinion, the voting right, the the filibuster, the defeat of changing the filibuster, far more significant 
than the Supreme Court decision on on mandates. But I'd like to know what you think. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. What's your opinion? What you what do you think of that? And then this is also first time caller Friday. If you'd like to call as a first time caller, we'd love to hear from you. Let's go up to uh, Manchester and Rich. Rich, welcome to the show. Good morning. I'm just, uh, oh, first of all, of course, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. Really appreciate having you. you. Um, regarding the cults of yesterday, <laughs> just a quick comment. I think the biggest cult is the federal Republican Party, and the leader is Donald Trump. Well, some people say that, certainly. Um, and I also had made predictions about President Biden um, about uh, his ability or lack thereof. I don't think he'll make it through a full four-year term. Some Many have said that as well. What do you think the scenarios are for that, Rich? Him what do not I think of what? What do you think the possible scenarios are for him not making it? Do you think he'll resign? Do you think he'll be taken out of office? Do you think he'll he'll expire? I mean, what, what, what do you think might happen there? I just think health. And you think health, yeah. Health and age. Um, that's the main thing. Let me, let me give you an opposing, not, not opposing, just an, an alternate um possibility on Republican Party being a cult with Trump. And a lot of people have said that. So it's it's not it's not an unwarranted position. But I I think the reason elections give rise to candidates like Donald Trump, particularly in this day and age, is that people are just tired. People who've lived here their whole life, born and raised here, work hard, go to work, pay their taxes, do the right thing, obey the law. And, and they're constantly criticized. They're constantly labeled. They're constantly told they're no good. They're this, they're that, and the other thing. We give more importance to other countries and trade than we give to our own. We give more importance to energy to other countries. Somebody, Trump was the one, Trump stands up and says, no, America first. We're not going to take care of everybody else. We're going to take care of America first. I think that's a resonating message. Now, do you like do you like how he calls everybody names? No. Do you like all the Twitter stuff? No. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff not to like about Trump. But if you just look at the policies of Trump, the policies of Trump were pro-American policies. And I think a lot of people in this country are tired of the way we've been headed and the way we've been treated. And, are, and, and, res- and that resonated. That pro-America, America first policy resonated with clearly, you know, half of the popul- uh, of the, popul- uh, the, the voter uh, public. So... I, I think there might be a, a little bit more of a pragmatistic, pragmatic view of, of the Trump rise. Although, you know, a lot of people say it's a cult. A lot of people say that people trust Trump and they shouldn't. But, you know, that's, that's fine. I just, I just think there's other, there's other um, explanations as well. Rich, thanks for your, thank you for the call. 800-966-9842. 860-522-9842. But, again, I, I'm not of the opinion... Whether, whether Trump runs again, whether he's reelected again, that's not the issue. I'm of the opinion that America still has its best days ahead of us. I still think there's, there's more people who love freedom and love the concept of work hard, earn, 
be rewarded. I think there's more people that have that feeling in, in their hearts than people that want to sit on sit on the wagon and get pulled. Jim Weisswitz used to always say, there's more, you know, is there more people riding the wagon than pulling the wagon? Well, right now you'd have to make the case for riding the wagon. But I think the people that are pulling the wagon are, are going to pull a lot harder and knock the people that are riding the wagon off. And I think it's going to be a different a different time. Let's go to Tom. Tom, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. How are you today? Hope good. How are you? Well. I'm good. Um, I wanted to just briefly touch base on what happened in Harvard yesterday with the fentanyl. Mm. Tragic situation, but Horrible. we all know where the fentanyl's coming from. It's coming China. from through the border. <laughs> and we don't hear any of the Democrats uh, talking that they need to control the border to stop the flow of the fentanyl. No. The death rate of fentanyl is increasing. It's definitely coming across the border, but it's originating in China. Yes. And, we need and to so, stop you know, both of our problems there that we have continually seen is China and the border, and Democrats don't want to do anything about it. Parse- partially, I think, because Biden, uh, Hunter Biden's on the take with China, got money from him. And, <laughs> well, I, I do. I, I mean, I don't think there's any question about it. I think it's very oh clear. God. I think it's a matter of fact. And I think the border, again, I think the border is because Democrats see the border as votes. And now it's going to be difficult because they didn't change the voting, the voting for an expansion bill. When are the Republicans in this state going to say and grow a pair? Oh, say, gosh. Don't get me started. After what happened yesterday and come out and say, this is a prime example of why we need to get control of the border. And this is going to be coming to the suburbs as well. And do you want your children to face this problem or you're, do you want right, to put George. an end to it? You're right, George. I, I'm very disappointed generally with Connecticut Republicans. However, I will say there's a bit of a a bubbling going on in Greenwich. They had their election for Republican town committee and a number of conservatives got back in the game and actually won. So if it could happen in Greenwich, it could ooze over into other areas. But I think you're right. And I've said this all along. You've got to get involved in your local town committee in your in town level things. Everything starts local and changes from there outward. And I think that's how we save the country. But uh, Tom, you're right. Democrats aren't saying Republicans aren't talking enough about it. So and you're right on both counts. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your call. Let's go to uh, let's take a quick break. Take a break, Matt. A couple commercials, and then we'll come back. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. What do you think of the decision to not change the Senate rules? Huge, very big. What do you think about the Supreme Court decision? Also big, but I don't think as as impactful as the Senate rule change would have been. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Local Radio, the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. You know, I would have been, 951, I would have been more encouraged by the Supreme Court if they had uh, knocked down both the large employer mandate and the government mandate. I would have been more encouraged because in my mind, if if large employers shouldn't be able to dictate whether or not people put things in their body they don't want to, the government shouldn't either. So, I, and I think with somebody on this program, it might have been Joe, uh, <clears throat> Joe from... Uh, Simsbury. Somebody said they expected, it may have been Rudy, a split decision. I was hoping not. I kind of thought it would be, and it was. So what they said was, if you're a large employer, 100 employees more, you can't mandate that your employees get 
vaccinated. Good, good decision. They didn't do that with the government side. They said if you're a healthcare worker or you work in an agency that's government funded, you have to. The, the, they can they can mandate vaccination. I think both both cases the same thing, same question. Should you be able to make American citizens do something like get vaccines when they don't feel good about it, for whatever reason? And you know, I would have felt better, but the Supreme Court is wishy-washy. I'll tell you right now. You've got two wild cards now in uh, Judge Roberts, who's proven he's unreliable. And, uh, and obviously, Brent Kavanaugh has, has, uh, is, is very squishy. So if you take Roberts out of it and you take Kavanaugh out of it, put him on the other side, it's 5-4. It's 5-4. So I, I'm just not, uh, I'm not real thrilled about the Supreme Court ruling. I know, oh, it's a tremendous victory. Well, yeah, it is. But the bigger victory is not changing the Senate rules to, to, uh, d- to basically discard the filibuster. That's the bigger story. And that's the more important story for the health of the country. But I think people have to understand the significance of it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work you through it because I think more of the attention is going to go and what I've seen, because they're all raising money around it, right? So what I've seen, more headlines about the Supreme Court. Oh, democracy wins. No, democracy did win, but it wasn't about vaccines yesterday. Democracy won when Kirsten Sinema said we're not changing the rules of the Senate. That's when democracy won, if we even had a pure democracy, but we don't. Let's go to George in St. Louis. George, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. You know, one out of three still favor Biden. They still think Biden is doing I know, a good hard job. I imagine, huh? Yeah. Yeah, can you believe that? What's anyway, wrong with them, George? You know what that means? That, that they like the idea that the, the students haven't been in school for 18 months, mm-hmm. that they favor no police and, yeah. and, and cr- rampant crime, right. that, they, that they love 7% inflation, mm-hmm. that gasoline prices are up over 50% over, year over year. And by the way, yeah, Whatever happened to my my choice, my body from an abortion? From yeah, the abortion my, my body, issue? my choice. That must have died somewhere with the abortion, yeah. right? Because yeah, we've well, been having that, that stuff down our throat for years. That's not that's not true with uh, mandated vaccines, though. Right. You, you see, so now now the now it's now it's altogether different. And the fact that there's no border, you know, the country it has gone nowhere. And you know, ever since Biden's been well, in, it's the gone down. No, it's not that it, it, I'd be happy for no movement at all. We've actually declined. We've gone down as a nation. Yeah, I mean, Biden. if if we looked at evolution and and the human race, mm-hmm. we're going backwards with, under Biden. We are going backwards under yeah. Biden. That's so, what people yeah. wanted. Elections have consequences, as as uh, well, President Obama once told us. You know, us. we 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 can't control hurricanes or tornadoes mm-hmm. or, or or any you know uh, you know volcanoes, mm-hmm. but you can control who you put uh, who you send to Washington and how how your um, how your uh, economy is going to go the, the next several years. You can control that. Why would you Why would you send you know the fires of hell down down your down your neck, uh, voting for Biden and Democrats. Why would you Why would you bring on that pain and suffering on yourself? I I go back to George. I think honestly, it were it really the people that voted for Biden didn't vote for Biden because they're so in love with Biden. It was a vote against Trump. They were they were protesting against Trump, and. Um, 
So it's not surprising to me that you see the so they were PPX. they were protesting against prosperity is what you're telling me. No, they were that's, protesting that's against really you can't was. offend anybody and you can't say anything that's even marginally offensive and you know and, and listen Trump's got his own problems. I mean he bring he brings it on himself. Trump's his own worst enemy in in many ways. Um, but you look at his policies, you go, man, probably the best president since since Reagan. In terms of policy, look at all that Trump accomplished in three years, That's four years, right? That's the point I'm saying. You vote, they voted, you voted against prosperity when you voted But for they're not Biden. thinking it that way, George. You're thinking about, oh, he's not a nice person, so we have to not have him. We have to have, oh, you know, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe's kinder, gentler. He's going to unite the nation. Well, now more than half people on the, in the Q poll, more than half the people say he's not uniting the nation. He's causing greater division. So, you know, sometimes, you know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know, right? I don't know. It's just, yeah. um, you know, and there's, and there's a number of people that will be mad at me because I'm not 100 percent, you know, Trump, Trump, Trump. I voted for Trump twice. So, I mean, I know who I voted for, but I don't have to agree with everything just because I voted for him. And, and I think people have a hard time separating that sometimes, George. Thank you for your call. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. First time caller Friday today. Love to talk with you. If this is uh, you've listened for a while, you'd like to jump in, and uh, and maybe this is your chance. Maybe this is your time to say, "Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to voice my opinion." Uh, we got time for one more call before the break. Let's go to New Hartford and Matt. Matt, welcome to the show. Uh, Pastor Will. Yes. How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, nobody's going to convince. You know, I know you've said it, and others have said it. They voted against Trump. They did this. There's nobody is going to convince me that this election isn't rigged and the past elections in Connecticut haven't rigged. I really felt Bob Stefanowski was going to win. It's just been one thing after another. We can't seem to the vote stuffing ballots and everything else. It's just absolutely outrageous that the people can't speak. They want to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think voter fraud originated in Bridgeport. I think if you want to if you want to know how to how to mess up an election, you let Bridgeport run it. And a lot of people well, agree with you, Matt. A lot of people think the election was not fair. I, I don't know that it was that it wasn't. I mean, it's in, it's in the past, and I look forward, not backwards. But I will tell you that the people that voted for Biden didn't vote for Biden because they like Biden. They voted for Biden because they didn't like Trump. Well, and let me now, tell you. And now there's a I lot of buyer's me. remorse because he's got such a yeah. low approval rating. That's the sign of buyer's remorse. And if these people would be honest, a lot of them who voted for Biden would say, you know what, I should have voted for Trump. Well, the thing is, is that Biden couldn't attract 30 people at a parking lot rally, and all of a sudden he gets millions of votes more. I mean, that just doesn't make sense while he's hiding in the basement. Well, so, the you country's know, pretty, just, pretty divided, it Matt. A, it's pretty split. And, um,. You know, we've done it to ourselves. We've we've allowed it to happen. In some ways, we've caused it to happen. But you know, we can't re we can't re we can't relitigate the the 2020 election. Now we have to look forward to 2024. We have to win that one. We have to make sure. You know, we have to we have to win so significantly that there that 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 that's like when you lose a ball game. You know, hey, you know what, Matt? I I gotta let you go. I'm sorry for a break, but thank you so much okay. for calling. We'll pick this up on the other side. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 